Get ready for the most groundbreaking podcast that's ever been unleashed to the masses. Well, I don't know anything about the, the, the emails or the Gmails or anything. My grandson helps me turn it on and uh, turns it off for me. I mean, I, I don't even know how to... I don't even understand Facebook, you know, either the Uber or whatever. I mean, my wife does Facebook. She'll show me pictures of the girls and they're at the lake and everything. I don't even, I don't even know. Don't, don't ask me nothing. Move over, Mark Norman, because Gerald's got jokes. A man and his wife were traveling down the highway when they saw the lights of, of a patrol car just right behind them. When they're pulled over, the patrolman comes up to the window and he says, I'm gonna give you two tickets. And he says, one because you're speeding and one because you didn't have your seatbelt on, you know, he says. And then the man said, I did too have my seatbelt fashion. I just loosened it when you came up when you came up to the car, the patrolman says to the man's wife, I know he didn't have his seatbelt fastened on. Isn't that right, lady? She replied, well, officer, I learned a long time ago not to argue with my husband when he's drunk. You know, because the man was drunk and he was driving. And, you know, don't put that on the, 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 pro, the show. It's not nice. Move over, Joe Rogan. Gerald gets deep. He may just have, you know, you know, there's, you know, they, you, when the man, you know, he looks around and he sees himself and he says, you know, he says, I, you know, I've got, all, I've got my property and, you know, and I've got my wife and, you know, and I've done all the things. And I don't even remember what we're saying. And, you know, I would think the meatloaf is ready. He may just be the next one to have to sign a multi-million dollar Spotify deal. Spotify? You see a fly around here? I don't, I don't see anything. Check out the Gerald Experience exclusively on SoundCloud, official sponsor of the Robert Land Podcast. Listening to the Fockdown Nation Network. Welcome to Robert Land. That's right, your favorite not safe for work comedy theme park podcast. And I'm your host, Robert Thompson, comedian, musician, theme park dude. What's up, everybody? Hope you all are doing uh, bueno out there. Um, I'm excited for this episode, guys. We talk theme parks. We talk life. It don't matter if we have enough. Yeah, let's go, everybody. Rhyme with me. I've got no pants on. I've got a chimney up my ass. No, um, I don't know. I tried to freestyle right now, and it did not work. Um... And I'm not trying to offend anyone that has a chimney in their ass. Uh, And why would I try to offend you? That is a feat. I don't know how you'd fit a chimney inside of your butt. But, uh, I don't know, Santa probably knows someone that has done that. Um, But, hey guys, we're excited here. (laughs) It's Robert Land. Today, we've got comedian Lydia Shahid. 
very funny comedian I met in Orange County doing stand-up, and uh, we talk about her life in the pandemic, her being a special ed PE teacher during these times, uh, comedy right now, uh, the future of it, the possibilities, theme parks, all sorts of stuff. It's a fun time, and uh, we've got some more special guests for you, uh, the great Zach Hillman and Daryl Williams. Both knowledgeable theme park fellers as well, and uh, I picked their brain at some theme park trivia. So we're going to go to that right now. So guys, buckle up. Here we go. Me and Zach and Daryl and stuff. Welcome, uh, Daryl Williams and Zach Hillman. You guys hey. are very knowledgeable in the theme park world. Uh, you know, Hell Zach yeah. Hillman. Say so. Good to- Good to have you guys. Uh, Zach Hillman, you know, you do the uh, theme park minutes and yeah. and Daryl's worked for theme parks. And so there's there's uh, a lot of uh, knowledge. Quite the pedigree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and- yeah. I've been working for many and I've uh, been fired by many. <laughs> <laughs> I've just well, been to many. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't think they would hire me, you know. Given yeah, I legally can't go to some of them. Oh, yeah. dang. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, dude. Is Raging Water still a thing? Because I yes. can't legally go there. <laughs> What'd you get kicked out for, Daryl? Um, I, <laughs> I got dared to go down uh, the... Uh, it was one of those like big flume ones, you know, like where it's just like an extreme scream where it just like, it's a big yeah. slide where it starts like Drop 50 out. stories high and it just goes down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One the of wedgie my makers. Yeah. Yeah. The wedgie maker. One of my yeah. friends dared me to go down that without my trunks on. <laughs> and, um, Right before I was supposed to go so down. That's also why you can't work at a preschool. Is because yeah, you're pretty much. I think what you're trying to tell us. Same thing. <laughs> Preschools, water parks. I can't be within 500 feet of any of them. Yeah. Uh, but right before, like, when he said, like, okay, you're cool to go down. Like, right before that, like, I just basically dropped trow, took my... Uh, shorts off, threw them to my friend, and then was like, YOLO! And then, like, shot down the, the slide. <laughs> did you, did you say YOLO? I didn't say YOLO because that wasn't a thing at the uh, time. Yeah. Say yeah. Like, YOLO. You only live once! <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you said the whole extended... <laughs> <laughs> yep. He's like, what the fuck does YOLO mean? <laughs> There's no frame of reference for that. What is that? That's crazy, Daryl. Yep. I was a tastemaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then when you like got out of the water, you're like, uh, uh, 9-11 is going to happen. Tower 12 won't fall down. <laughs> I like, I, that, I like that your water park Nostradamus, you're like Flostradamus, and every time you, you ride the wedgie maker, you have a vision of the future. I know, like, but then literally, like, what? Hmm? Oh, we found out that, like, throughout your life, you've, like, 
you you get for some reason like you'll just shout something and it like has like significance later. You'll like it shows there's like footage of Daryl's first birthday and you're like COVID. Like you just know <laughs> significance. <laughs> it's like hey, a guys. scene in yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, like, uh, I was in, like, 2006, blowing out my candles, and I'm like, hey, guys, before we uh, blow out these candles, uh, hope and change. <laughs> Dude, you just predicted I'm picturing that one scene from Back to the Future where uh, Doc's like, who's the president in 1983 or whatever. And it's like, Ronald yeah. Reagan, Ronald Reagan, the actor. And you're yeah. just like, Donald Trump's going to be president. And everyone's like, that worthless fuck with? Really? Right. <laughs> Dude, I used, to have a, I used to have a joke with him in it about like, I think I said like him being the president. Uh, yeah, it was like one of my first jokes because he was, you know, Donald fucking Trump. He was a ridiculous, he was, Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's just the man so from surreal. Home Alone too. Yeah, dude. It's yeah. It, is, it is still very. He has Pizza Hut commercials. He doesn't run the country. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a WWE heel, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Dude, well, made fewer appearances than Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm waiting for Daryl to sneeze Kanye uh, at some point during the show, and uh, <laughs> I'm hoping that doesn't happen. Um, so, okay. <laughs> Guys, I'm excited. We've got some real, I think maybe some some head scratchers that'll that, that might stump okay. these these fellas. So okay, the first Thank question you, is, this might be an easy one. Uh, <laughs> what was first? Okay, what the the property that what was there where Disneyland was originally built before it was Disneyland? A, an orange grove. B, yeah. a military base. C, a small town, or D, Amelia Earhart's plane smashed on top of the Lindbergh baby. <laughs> I, I'm also going to say an orange grove just because I know everyone in Orange County is like, this used to be all lemon trees and shit, you know, <laughs> like, all that stuff. I want to say A through C. I want to say they're all three, like orange groves, Military bases and small houses. Yeah, well, it, it, you are close because it is one of them. <laughs> it was just orange grove. It I want to say all of them. Grove. I'm all. Well, I mean, technically, <laughs> there, there probably was a house. I'm gonna guess multiple, multiple choices. <laughs> yeah. Game the system. I'm gonna Head guess every bank. answer. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think this would have been a question for someone from like Connecticut, but not guys. That grew up mm -hmm. in fucking California. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty easy. I will say, though, for well, technical reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Orange Groves for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it was Orange Groves. You guys got that one. Uh, I was kind of giving it to you. This one, though, I don't think you could get off the top of your heads. We're going to try this. All right. How many rides does Universal Studios Hollywood currently have? Wow. Yeah. A9, B11, C25. Are these rides or attractions? Right. Yeah, that was my question. Mm, okay. okay. I'm going to go 11. All right, 11. What do I use that? I'm going to go high. I'll go 25. Okay. Well, 
Uh, it is surely neither of the. Oh fuck! I forgot the joke answer. Oh uh, man, I, I wrote this. Do the joke, joke answer. answer. Do the joke okay. answer. Okay. Yeah, take joke. two. Take two. Okay. Um, how many rides does Universal Studios have, guys? A nine. B eleven. C twenty five. Or D none, because they suck horse cocks. Not that I'm judging anyone who sucks horse cocks. I'm judging them on the level of sucking them and being too distracted with the said sucking horse cock instead of focusing on anything else in their lives. They really need an intervention, and I think that's illegal in most states. So which one is it, guys? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know that my answer was wrong before, so I'm just going to say D. (laughs) You got it. Yeah. Yeah. And someone, someone. When did you guys? When did you guys go to Universal Studios for the first time? I think I, I only went seven. once when I was like a little kid, uh, and we just did the studio tour. I've been to the City Walk a couple of times, but I've never been inside the park. Inside the park, actually. So. Oh dang! Okay. Yeah. 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 I gotta go. Yeah. Yeah, dude. You should. It's dope. I, my my uh, my wife went and she brought me back one of the giant donuts from Simpsons Land, and oh, it was yeah. really fucking tasty. Actually, I was. Yeah. You don't usually get a baked good that good at a at a theme park, but it was mm-hmm. uh, it was legit, legit yeah. tasty. Yeah, dude. Universal is uh, is 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 killing it right now. It's like just on the on the scope of things because. Uh, we have like the the cliff note versions, unfortunately. But like, dude, did you see the leaked pictures of uh, like Nintendo Nintendo World? Land? Nintendo yeah, Land, dude. Oh my god, that was like a that like literally was like a. Stab. It's gonna be legit. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. Dope. That looks so wild. It's They're gonna have coins spinning on top of the buildings. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. I'm so stoked on that. Oh, um, so good. Well, so the 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 correct answer right now is nine so there's nine what nine yeah. only nine okay i get it yeah um as of yeah universal studios hollywood contains nine rides seven shows and a large outdoor play arena um each lot features a collection of rides what the fuck okay this is ridiculous um i i just ripped that from online but uh <laughs> yeah no there's, worries yeah seven shows man I guess Universal they're not four sticks, so yeah. I'm in no position <laughs> <Yeah>. to judge. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Or Donkey Dick, because yeah. of the Shrek 4 reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I love that uh, Waterworld is still a show there. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that is such an odd... <laughs> like, that movie oh. bombed, and then the, the Virtual Boy version of the game was on a console that bombed. <laughs> and then, like... The show, for some reason, is the most successful thing from that fucking movie. I have so many friends that worked on Waterworld, like, and they were like, this is my, like, claim to fame. This is the thing that I'm going to, like, tell all my friends that I'm doing. And, like, it's weird because all the other actors and stuff, they'd have these, like, crazy credits, like, oh, they were on Fast and Furious, and they were on John Wick, and they were, like, on these all these crazy movies. And my friends would just be like, yep, I'm on the Waterworld stage show. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's my only credit. Like, Dude, I would die happy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, yeah, dude, you guys, uh, you guys knocked it out of pack right there. <laughs>
Well, hope you guys enjoyed me quizzing Zach and Daryl. I know I did. <laughs> Next, we're going to go to another theme park factoid segment for you. Theme Park Minute with John Shevsky. John Shevsky here. Welcome to another Theme Park Minute. Did you know that Six Flags Magic Mountain sells over 15,000 funnel cakes every day? <laughs> That's right. Six Flags Magic Mountain has more than 2,000 food stands at its theme parks, and every day customers buy more than 15,000 funnel cakes. My goodness, so many funnel cakes. I'm just impressed by the number 15. Dada. Son, I. Dada. Yes, Dada is at. Yes, son, I'm at work right Dada. now. Reporting to the news. I'm John Shepstein. Bet you didn't know that, did you? Well, here I am with me and Lydia Shaheen. Now it's how have you been? Uh, I mean, as good as it can be, I guess. Yeah. It'll be better. Yeah, it's a crazy. Uh, this year was like. I don't think what anyone thought it would be, you know? <laughs> I don't know yeah. if anyone could predict that. Um, For sure. And you've, like, so you're a teacher, mm-hmm. uh, and th- that must have been really odd because you do physical education, right, for handicapped yeah. kids? Yeah, kids with special needs, yeah. It's so crazy because... So- Oh, um, yeah, like, what do you do <laughs> when that, like, <laughs> during well, we all this? Had to, we had to essentially, like, go online during the start of COVID, and we had to start, like, doing Zoom sessions or just doing online learning. And so, like, obviously there's so many barriers that teacher's space to getting a child with special needs online like a lot of it is like and then I work in like a lower income area so a lot of students still don't have like internet access in their home or they don't have a device or whatever and so it was just it was challenging to help students try to get online and then once they did get online like providing content that they could do you know so like for PE, if you think about it, like, what did you do in PE? There was, like, a portion of fitness, right? But then there was also, like, you did all your, like, sports, right? You did all your ball handling sports. Well, all the ball handling sports kind of went out the window because, like, it's not like you can just tell your student to go find a football and let's practice throwing a football to themselves. Like, What, what age group like, are they again? So I was doing uh, high school and middle school. I have one. I had one elementary school, but uh, yeah, he, he was unable to ever get online. So I just I did mostly like songs and elementary school is I think a lot easier than it is to teach middle school and high school. Middle school and high school. I mean, with online learning, all you could really do is teach fitness. So I don't know though, like for middle school and high school, there definitely was a lot of ball handling at my house. So I don't know yeah. how, how that was not possible. <laughs> no, no. I uh, played ball handling dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just come on. That that 
that's right there. No, but it uh, it's I I commend you for uh, being able to. I I don't know, man. I I feel like they should just like not do anything, <laughs> like just not even try, because it's like, what do you do? What it's a headache getting all all the kids online and then. I don't know. I mean, it's good, though, I guess, to have a consistency and have, like, a purpose, I guess, like a learning, like, you need something going on, but it's just such a clusterfuck of a, of a situation, um... Yeah, it's it's it would have been easier if we could have gotten, like, gotten all the parents on board and the parents to be like, okay, like... You know, because parents essentially became the teachers at the start of COVID, right? Yeah. So, like, it would have been easier if more parents got on board and were like, okay, now it's PE time. Like, we have to do all of this because this is what your PE teacher spent as homework. But, like, you got, like, maybe, like, that, maybe 1% of that. Mm -hmm. So, like, it it was just challenging because they wanted you to reach all the students but you could really only reach maybe like 1% because of like an active parent. And like, granted, think about what people are going through right now. Like parents, some parents still have to work. They lost childcare. Like these are kids with special needs that need like a lot of assistance. And if there isn't like at home assistance, then like what are parents supposed to do? You know? Yeah. That's, it's rough. I mean, it, it kind of turned everyone up upside down, and you think about like what, uh, how many parents probably don't like <laughs> kids, <laughs> like don't like their own children. Yeah, uh, for it, real. It, like I mean, it's like putting people in a situation where they have to be a parent all they day. They have to be a parent. Um, yeah, and well, they're parents in the summer, but for some reason, the- um. So yeah, uh, teaching teaching's been interesting. Teaching at home, I mean, it's weird. It's weird um, teaching PE via video, <laughs> just because you don't really know what the kids are really doing on the other side of it. You're like, this is cool. I'm teaching jumping jacks, but I can't really see you teaching jump doing a jumping jack. <laughs> like, what are you really doing back there? <laughs> yeah, they can literally be doing anything. There's like, yeah, that's hilarious. So you you don't I, see them at all. Sometimes you can, but to, a lot of students just have their cameras off. Oh. Like, I remember one kid had his camera on and he just sat there staring at me for the whole 45 minutes while I'm doing like a, a workout. <laughs> He just sat there and stared at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's okay. like he had his, his own like workout YouTube video, which is exactly what I do when I attempt any workout videos online. Right, you just stare at it. Yeah, I'm just like, all right, I'll let them You're do like, the work. So healthy after. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like I just got me too by a student, but you know, no one's gonna fall for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I, I, uh, I mean, this is funny because i i was an aide to an sh class a severely handicapped class i don't know if that's the slang Uh on the street in all the school districts Mm -hmm. but um i did that as like a senior in high school it's like it was really weird i think they like ran out of electives i don't remember how i fell into it but like Uh uh it was something that they started and i was like the guinea pig or something but i i did it and it was so much fun 
um, for yeah. like the half for like the hour that I was there. But then I thought about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, these teachers that do it for all the hours all of day. the day. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the the patience that that takes. You know, <laughs> like. Well, uh, I will say it's always interesting. It's, there's never really a dull moment. Yeah. So that's fun. Um, but, yeah, it's very taxing, and you have to, like, consistently remind yourself. Like, I work with, with children with special needs, but you have to really, like, you can't, ex- like, you want to expect a month a lot, and you want to have high standards, because obviously, like, they're students, and they're humans, and, like, you, you, like, just like how you would have high expectations and expect much of your own child, yeah, have the same high expectations for your student, even though they have special needs, yeah, but then a lot of the time, considering, like, the situation, like, how many students you have in a class, your, you know, your type of equipment, triggers, behavior triggers, that you really only have them for an hour at a time. Like, there's so many different factors. And so you really have to, like, learn to juggle all of that while having... You just end up reminding yourself, like, I work with kids with special needs. Like, you got to be a little bit easier on them, easier on yourself. Like, yeah. It can be taxing. The one thing that I, I did always like about uh, school is just, like, you know, that you're 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 educating people and it's like a, it's a good thing I feel like it's a good yeah it's a good thing you're helping people and and I I'd like to think that stand-up uh <laughs> is a similar service but uh it's weird yeah. have you missed doing stand-up since all this yeah I miss it so much I'm almost afraid that I've lost the craft I don't know that I ever really had the craft to begin with but I feel like whatever I did have I for sure don't have right now so I'm afraid to get back into it it's really hard right now to like find things that are funny to even write about because like it's just a hard time like yeah we can sit here and poke jokes about the president forever but it's not funny anymore and it's just kind of scary I know (laughs) learning to be creative and like really trying time like I think I think for a lot of artists this is like the time that they need to be in to be the most creative, you know, they need a trying time to be creative as an outlet. But, uh, I'm, I'm specifically just having a hard time just like finding joy or laughter and things. So, yeah. Yeah, no, and it's, uh, it is a very trying time and I feel like the, um, I mean, there's just so much going on and I think like staying mentally, uh, healthy and like positive is like important you know as much yeah as much bad shit is going on it's just it's important because we we all we all need that and like stand-up you know that's people that don't do stand-up don't understand like you don't like there's all these people that talk about getting into it like well i'll just write for a few years and then i'll do it it's like no dude it's about getting up and, and doing it and i think that's that's what sucks is we don't have that like we don't have we that. Can't el- get up and just do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have that it's elliptical. Like you can just go to you your know? local bar and practice. Go to an open mic. Like all the bars are closed, and it, it like you, a lot of people say it's a muscle, and if you don't work out that muscle, you kind of lose it. And I think a lot of people, when bars do open, open mics start opening up. Like a lot of people 
have lost that muscle and it's going to be really hard to come back. Like everyone's probably going to be bad at comedy. Oh yeah. It's, it's going to take some time, but I think, you know, yeah. I think when you, uh, like I, the most people that really wanted to stand up or like comedy or anything creative, it's like a, it's a thing that you're compelled to do. And, um, you know, obviously it's like pulled the rug from under a lot of people, but like, it's weird because I've found a creative stride during this just because of this podcast. Like I've been lucky to have something and as many times I'm like, dude, I feel, I feel almost like a psychopath, like putting out stuff. But then I, um, the people that have been receptive and, and cause you think about it, like you watch, you, you may watch a Netflix show or something to like escape and enjoy. I'm like, you know, it's, it is what it is. Like it's there for people to like, you know, if they, yeah, and and so it, I found like something during this time, and then doing those like Kill Tony videos or whatever have have been like a blessing because it's just something that I can do creatively, and and I think uh, you know things will things will come back. It's it's just it's gonna take some uh, some time, but I mean. I don't know. There is probably a, a, a mic we could get up at in Georgia right now. Um, and it, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's um, it's crazy. But I, I definitely yeah. enjoyed um, doing those shows at the Amazing Comedy Theater that, that I had you on that yeah. were pretty wild. Um, but uh, you had been yeah, doing – oh, sorry. I, that – that's cool that you have like um, a podcast or like a form of entertainment for people. Cause I feel like right now, like people are kind of sitting at home looking for entertainment. And so like right now would be the perfect time to start a podcast or be more actively involved in, in that. So that's like really cool that it's paying off for you. But yeah, I, I, I didn't think like I, I have a love hate with amazing comedy theater and Dan, um, but <laughs> just cause Dan's always busting my balls and saying, you know, I got to get better. I got get, got to get better. And then the theater closed and I'm like, well, I just, I guess I'm just going to stay shitty at comedy. Like, uh, I don't know. Well, he, he's do. been, uh, he, I think, uh, I think he was, he really, uh, believed in you and, uh, that's probably Aww. the busting the balls and, and, uh, uh-huh. you know, I think, um, that's great because yeah, he'd put you up there and and a lot of yeah other good the blessing yeah sure. yeah I think like um and it's cool he it's weird he was actually one of the first people to be like yeah we're closing right now we're not gonna gamble yeah um did you ever get up in Long Beach during the uh, or you haven't gotten up at all mm-hmm. since all this right you haven't no yeah. <laughs> I haven't gotten up since like early March I think. Literally, the weekend before Dan decided to close, like, the theater was, like, the last time I went up. And um, I it was it was really unfortunate because I had so many good book shows coming up, you know? Like, I had a really busy schedule for comedy for the last, like, four months, essentially. And, like, I had to cancel all these shows. Like, I had shows, like, like... I was supposed to be at Levity Live. I was supposed to be at the Ontario Improv. I had all these book shows that I was looking forward to. I was supposed to do a roast at the comedy store. And then all these things got canceled. And I'm like, shit, like, what do I do now? 
I know. I, try, I tried like some. I did. I tried to do some comedy content. Like I got a TikTok. I made like one cool video that semi went viral. Not even really. But I was like, I should do more of this. And then it got, you know, work got really taxing with like, you know, everything. And I was like, you know, right now I'm just trying to survive and and you know, TikTok and comedy isn't quite paying the bills. Yeah. So I I was very fortunate that I still had a day job and I was like still had a day job that was paying me an income because I saw from a lot this happened to a lot of people in the comedy community like they comedy was their source of income and then when these bars got shut down everything got shut down they kind of lost their source of income and they like shit kind of hit the fan because they were like I don't know I don't know how I'm gonna pay my bills so. As much as I, I want that life, you know, like I, I also like being comfortable too. And I think, you know, you have to take that leap to, and be afraid to be uncomfortable for a while. I think if you really want to progress in this, so. Oh yeah. 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 No, for sure. It's, um, and, and I'm glad to have had you on this pod, uh, you know, during this time, I, it was a way of just me trying to get people that like you know i met and liked during comedy and like just trying to get people in something creative right now like just it's hell yeah yeah and like because i miss going to anchor bar which we won't be doing again (laughs) or like all those spots you know but uh i think like you know things things will come back and when the people that really uh want to do it you know but life is crazy you never know like what situation yeah i'm feeling hopeful with what you just said and i feel like you know we're gonna come back stronger and probably funnier because of the life crises that we all went through oh i know i feel like when we do come back things like people are probably gonna laugh a little bit harder and we're probably gonna be able to Maybe I don't know if I should say comics are going to be more sensitive because that's probably not going to happen. But they'll <laughs> they'll probably like step over that fine line just to get that that heavy laugh. I oh feel. yeah! Like if, if a comic ever felt hesitant, I feel like when we come back, they might push past the limits just because uh, we've had some trying times. So like, why not? Why not? The hardships. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah like, well, I um. Like I've I've been fortunate. I feel it's weird because people, you know, if when I tell them that I work in the public, they're like, "Oh, uh, you know, be safe or be careful." Or, I mean, which is all uh, smart to do, and I and I am, and I try to be. But like, it, it it is a blessing to me that I've actually been working. I feel good to actually work outside. <laughs> so like I, I yeah. get to uh, get some vitamin D and like, it's been healthy for me that way. I mean, it's been insane because you're kind of seeing people like it, uh, go crazy, you know, like there's, there's certain situ- like, yeah. especially when this went down, um, people were losing their shit. But like, I, um, I actually did like, because we had crazy lines to let people into Sam's Club. So it became, like, uh-huh. I got to actually do, like, shtick and stuff while talking to people. <laughs> like, and it, it just That's a couple so times, cool. me being goofy, and, the, and it would get laughs. And I remember feeling, like, so good. I'm like, oh, man. Like, especially because we're all, you know, I'm seeing children in masks and people, like, you know, it, it's such a weird, like, the year 2020, I didn't think would be, like, uh, 
you know, the 1918 Spanish flu or what, I didn't think it would uh, have this kind of situation. So it's like nice when you can just kind of have some relief. And that's what I feel, I feel like people went extra hard with fireworks this year. Um, they for sure did. Yeah, they everyone was just. Hard. I think they were bored. And they were like, we need some excitement. The beaches were closed. Everything's closed. And so they were like, let's light shit on fire. Oh, totally. It kind of backfired. <laughs> this is like the first year. I mean, I know some people weren't fans of fireworks, but I feel like people who lit them like, were under such high scrutiny uh, because of it. Oh, you know? yeah. Like, people are out saying, you know, like, think about veterans who have PTSD and their service dogs. I'm like, that's true, but, you know, like... I love fireworks, so I had a really hard time hearing all that scrutiny because I'm like, I like I like watching the sky light up. Granted, I don't want air pollution. I don't want people to leave their fireworks behind. I don't want them to litter. But, like, I feel like I should be able to enjoy the science of a fucking firework without hurting anybody. And there's a lot of scrutiny behind fireworks on the 4th of July. And then with all the Black Lives Matter movement people are like you shouldn't celebrate the fourth i'm like i could give a fuck about the fourth of july but i love my fireworks you know like let's do them all weekend oh yeah you know for sure i feel like fireworks have actually been on like (laughs) i've heard fireworks throughout the pandemic i don't know (laughs) like if that's been uh with your case but like i've i've heard them periodically like go off throughout the pandemic like there's weird I, I think it's just when it gets closer to 4th of July people are just like fucking loading up and stuff but um man so you grew up though in Orange County I know you're yes. not the biggest theme park enthusiast but no you grew up around <laughs> some some major shit though uh Disneyland Knott's um uh, you know, Six Flags, the Burger King. Raising Waters before that that moved. Oh Remember yeah, Raging Waters. Oh, I the think water park. Raging Waters is uh is still is still in San Dimas, but I think you're thinking of Wild Rivers. Yeah. Yeah, that's is my Raging special Waters needs. The one at Six Flags. Um, no, that one is uh, Hurricane Harbor. Okay. Yeah. I've done both. I've done Hurricane Harbor, and I've done. What's the other one? Uh, R- Wild Rivers in Irvine. Wild Rivers, yeah. What's Raging Waters then? Where did I get that from? Well, that one's like a big deal. It's the biggest water park in America, and it's in San Dimas, California. I must have been to that one too. Yeah, totally. Like, it's weird. Um, that was in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure too, with Napoleon, you know, riding on. Uh, drop out and stuff, but uh, yeah, it's a famous amusement. It's a, the, one of the fam- most famous water parks, but it doesn't seem that big. But I guess it is. It's the biggest because most of the water parks are like they're kind of like uh, like a quickie, just a little adaptation, like a little uh, add-on to a bigger amusement park, like Six Flags and Hurricane yeah. Harbor. But um, I don't know if you felt this way. Um, I mean, I would 
always want to feel like good about going to a water park as far as I mean I mean that's a dumb question most ladies most I don't know mm -hmm. I, I always wanted to like feel like all right I can go to Raging Waters and this is me at like 12 and I was so fucking skinny and and tall and like like I don't know why I was insecure at that age to go to a water park without a shirt like I don't know what was wrong with me but I always would go yeah, there anything. and I'd look around and then um, everyone looked like, you know, like Sherman Clump in a thong or like they just it was not <laughs> it was it was never like or everyone was just Rob, I think we cut out again. Are you in an area that has like poor connection or something? I don't know. It, it hates me. Um, <laughs> here. Are you in your car? I am. I am because it's so yeah. busy in my house. Can you? Oh, are you driving or at all or no? No, no. Um, You're just I, sitting in your car. Yeah. Can you hear me now, though? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel like I, I don't know why it keeps cutting out. I don't know if you're moving around. I'm trying to stay next to my router. Sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. I feel so bad that this is so, like, uh, problematic or it's so... Um, can you... I move back because you're going to have all these cut segments. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> I think we'll start... I know where we could uh, start from. We could start again. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. right now you sound good. If we could just start again on the on the park. parks. Okay, I'll stay. I'll stay right here and not move. Um, okay. All right. So, Miss Lydia, you grew up in Orange County. Yes. Around I all did. them theme parks, Disneyland, Knotts, um, Wild Rivers, and Irvine. Yes, I, I fucked with the water parks for sure. I um I love I've been to almost all of them. I believe I did. Um, what we did Hurricane Harbor as a kid. I did Raging Waters, and um I also did a uh, Wild Rivers. Oh so yeah. I, I, every every summer I made sure to hit a water park. That was my shit. Oh man, I love I love water parks because like. For for me, I was always insecure for some reason about like not wearing a shirt, even if I was like skinny as fuck as a as a kid. Uh -huh. But like, I would I don't know why I'd get like insecure about it, and then I'd go and everyone looked like you know like Star Wars aliens in speedos. Yeah, and, everyone's, yeah. <laughs> like, um, but uh, did you enjoy like the funnel cakes and shit? I love being a fat fuck. I, I don't remember eating. I feel like if I ever did eat, I probably, like, you know, my family was cheap, so they probably just made us pack a lunch. I remember, like, eating packed lunches. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. we did that. I don't yeah. remember, like, eating sweets or anything. I, I remember, like, as I got a little bit older, like, turkey dogs were a thing, but I don't even know if the water parks had turkey dogs. I think only... Disneyland had them. So, yeah. Uh, we used to fuck with the turkey dog at like the fair or at Disneyland. But um, yeah, every every water park, I don't even remember eating. And I don't think I wanted to eat. I think I was so nauseous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wanted to just get, <laughs> I wanted to ride, I wanted to go on every slide. I wanted to do every little thing at the water park. I remember looking at the map, planning out the day going on all the rides, the ones that I loved the most four times. I don't remember eating at all. I remember just going home, starving, 
eating at home maybe and then passing out. Like, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember ever taking a food break. Yeah. As a kid. Yeah, probably not. I mean, like, it's crazy just the adrenaline that kids run yeah. off of, too. And it's funny because. I, I know you've been with kids to theme parks, like, as an adult, and I didn't think that... I thought it would be, like, super fast, like, we'd be hitting up a bunch of stuff, but it is, like, the slowest fucking trip. It's so slow. Yeah. They're so... They're, like, their ADD is crazy. Like, they're so yeah. just enamored with things, which is, like, a great thing, like, especially, like, Disneyland, mm-hmm. where it, like, immerses you. Like, you want them to get that experience where they're just kind of, like, thrown into this world, but... Yeah, I'm like, God dang, can we pick it up a little bit, guys? Like, this is... Yeah, let's move a little faster. You know, I think... I don't know if they've got more populated as I've gotten older or yeah. something. I'm not sure. Maybe they were always populated. I just was so, like, preoccupied with everything else, like all the other external stimuli that I never really paid attention to the wait. Mm-hmm. I remember waiting for a long time always at Six Flags. I even remember waiting as a kid for a long time at, like, Hurricane Harbor. But, like, and then at, at some rides at Disneyland. But I remember even when I went to Disneyland, there was one time where you could just say that you needed a wheelchair. And like, we'd always get a wheelchair for me and my friends, and we'd just go to the front of the line. But they, they've, they've initially ruled that out because so many people abused it, like I did as a kid. So I felt like I would skip the line a lot by oh, yeah. having a disability. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that's the best. Uh, I uh, You can still do that. Actually, now you could do it for less. Yeah, for less like for less reasons now you could be like oh it's my emotional support wheelchair like it really <laughs> doesn't matter but i asked joe urell about it i asked when he was oh. on this pod i had asked him what his thoughts were on people lying and pretending to be handicapped and getting the wheelchairs to cut and he had the best answer he had the best opinion i think ever of he said he yeah he <laughs> said that uh no he thinks that it's fine and he's he said he, he's all for it as long as they um, as long as they go, they go fully, and they like get into character. As if, as long as they're dedicated, <laughs> he said. As long as they're dedicated, and and they actually come with a wheelchair, he's like not with the rascal. Yeah. If they can get a wheelchair from somewhere else, he's all for it. That's <laughs> hilarious. Um, so you can't get a wheelchair at the park, but if you come in with a wheelchair and act in character, then it's all crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I was always I always wondered that because I had gone with people with friends or um, family members, and sometimes it was like a legitimate enough reason for them to be in a wheelchair, like you know, like mm-hmm. Auntie Pammy has a fat ankle and it is uh, popping. I don't know, I couldn't think of any issues, yeah. uh, but uh, that's probably the issue. No, but uh, we would you know, have a wheelchair and you'd be like, oh shit, I can get in front of a thousand people in front of Space Mountain or whatever. And it was great. And I went with um, (laughs) an ex one time and uh, we, like, it was always, it was funny because we used a wheelchair and I felt weird about using it because I had to act like I was handicapped almost. And like, it's so weird because it's not like I really like dove into it, but I remember just kind of limping yeah <laughs> and then as here's adult, as a kid you don't really care but as an adult it's a little bit shameful to be like oh i need a wheelchair it's like oh everyone else in line but you think you're better than me because you faked a disability <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no it's it's pretty fun i um i don't know i think like 
it's it's a crazy time too to do this podcast because there's a lot of theme parks. I mean, the majority of them are closed, and they were starting to reopen. Like in mm-hmm. um, you, Florida, they're definitely going to reopen because Florida doesn't care. Um, but mm-hmm. like here, Disneyland was going to be opening, and and Knotts, and there's certain things like uh, Downtown Disney. I think is still opening, and then. Uh, Knott's Berry Farm, you can, like, go and get chicken and stuff. But um, if you were to, like, if someone were to hit you up to go in, like, two months, would you go to amusement park during all this? That's a tough decision. And I feel like the only reason why I would say yes is because I have two nieces that are in town from Chicago. And, like, they come, they spend their summer here every year. And, And so... Like, as an aunt, I feel, like, partially responsible to making sure that they have a good time while they spend their summer in California, just because they're not here year-round. Yeah. But, like, I'm also trying to be safe, so there's there hasn't been much that I won't do, but if we do do something, I'm making sure everyone's, like, wearing a mask, I'm making sure we're washing our hands frequently, and that, like, we're keeping our hands away from our face. I always have hand sanitizer on deck, like... As best as I can, but uh, knowing that I want to still be the fun aunt, you know, while my nieces are in town, I, I probably would go. Yeah, me too. But take the right measures. <laughs> take the right measures, which I know is probably really controversial, but I want to be a fucking fun aunt. No, I know, <laughs> I know, and there's a. It's it's so funny because like I I've like there's certain things that uh, yeah my my I mean. Everyone has their own take on what they believe is, like, essential to do. And it's like, dude, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like you're you're taking a risk doing really anything. And as long as you're careful, yeah. as long as you're careful and safe, like, I, that's the thing. If you're wearing a mask and, like, gloves and or, or hand sanitizer. And yeah, things could be cool. It's like everyone, yeah. everyone – it's like the turd in the punch bowl, the people that, you know – the Karens or whoever that's like fucking it up for everybody. Like I, if they only like just practice that stuff, we could have gone along with what was happening. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it's best that they stay closed right now. Like I definitely don't think that they should open. And if they did open, then I would have a really hard time. Like if my, if my nieces found out, I'd have a really hard time saying no, like I would probably still take them. So I think it's best. That until the cases drop, that the theme parks stay closed. Oh, then, totally. Like, yeah. Maybe in a couple months, we continue to take the same measures, you know, with the masks, the social distancing, the frequent hand washing, all those measures, and then I think it would be safe. But I definitely think we should give it a couple more. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah, for sure. I think um, I... Uh, I no, I totally agree with that. I and I think it was on its way, and you know we'll, we'll see. Maybe with the mm-hmm. cases spiking, people might take it more seriously, or they'll ignore it and think it's the you know computer chip that's coming or whatever. I, uh, <laughs> but uh, I so I have some questions, and I know you know it's it's not because I think you're you know an autistic person who loves theme parks, but like myself. But I <laughs> I just thought I would. Um, try you know I, this is a fun segment i think i just want to test it, it's it's kind of common sense answers anyways i think um 
But uh, I have some some theme park trivia for you, um, and we'll I'll give you three uh, A B C answers to choose from. And since you're a teacher, I feel like you might be able to ace this. Um, okay. If not, it's, it's just all fun. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. Theme park trivia. Can roller coasters kill brain cells? A, no. B, yes. Or C, I like toitles. <laughs> that was a, a joke. I'm going to say, uh, what, what was that? A was no? Yep. Yeah, I would say no. Ah, well, it's actually B. Roller coasters can kill brain cells. Oh, shit. I was wrong. Yeah. Um, roller coasters. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, roller coasters have been reported to cause a type of brain injury called subdural hematoma, and the motions of the ride can cause blood vessels to rupture in the brain, which produces headaches that cannot be relieved and must be surgically treated. Oh, so, God. You get I fucked have, up. I feel like I have to say yes to that. Yeah. <laughs> After he told me he was brain cells. <laughs> I mean, think of all the things we do that, like, Kill our brain cells, you know. Go on Twitter. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> There's... Going on Instagram. Yeah, TikTok for sure kills most of my brain cells. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so okay, this is a crazy, crazy question. That's a real question, but it's crazy. Um, what has been the most naked riders on a theme okay. park? Can you say that one again? Sorry. Yeah. All right. What has been Try the not to move? I'm not. Try not to move when you ask me. Okay. What has been the most naked riders on a theme park? A. What has been the what? The most naked uh, riders on a theme park. The most naked riders? Yeah. Like people who ride naked? Yeah. Um, okay. Skinheads? <laughs> no. No, I'll give you uh, I'll give you the answers to choose from. Um uh, that would be an insane fact if you knew that off the top of your head. Uh, <laughs> okay, so it's A, 250, B, 10 people, or C, 102 people. The most naked people at a, at a theme park. On, on a ride. Yeah. On a ride, and I have to guess the amount, mm -hmm. the number, and yeah. say the options again. Uh, a, 250, B, 10 people, or C, 102 people? Is this a ride at one time or yeah. like collectively ride, collective ride throughout uh, the day? At one time. Well, I feel like you can't have more than like 10 people per ride typically, so I'll say 10. Um, oh man, I might have screwed you up there, but it it is uh <laughs> I think it's I think it's like for I think it's like all the the trains going or all the the carts going. All so the rides going. Yeah. All the rides at the theme park at the same time. Yeah. Okay, so then I will say 250. Um it's actually 102. Um, okay. The most naked people on a theme park ride is 102 set on the green screen roller coaster at Adventure Island in South 
Southend, C. Essex, United Kingdom, on August 8th, 2010. So, yeah, I guess it was one. I don't know what fucking ride fits 102 people, but I guess this one does. Um, uh-huh. The participants raised more than 22,000 pounds <laughs> for the Bosom Pals appeal, which is for breast cancer at some hospital uh, in the UK. But what a more like. So they just, they wrote the ride topless? No, I think naked. I think like there's buttholes and like like greasy like vag sweat and poopiness Bro, on the ride. <laughs> I would not want to be on that ride. Yeah, and it's British people. It's all like mil- milky British people. See, this is why people who have severely have some brain damage like to ride roller coasters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, obvious. Yeah, who and who has to clean that ride after all of those uh, gross British people? Whoa, that was a fun time it was with their like grandpa sack, like just melting. Ugh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, poor, poor employees there. Um, so this is the last question. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is the last question. If there was any ride you wished existed, which would it be? And this is just, you know, your preference. A, the winery river, where you drink wine on a raft in a lazy river, but it's 15 hours long. God damn. B, the emotional roller coaster. The CIA helped hone this whirlwind of feelings called the emotional roller coaster, where at every turn, loop-de-loop, you could go from crying, laughing, to even coming. Okay. All right. Uh, C, the I I realized, too, that I'd written that one for a Tiff Myers. (laughs) Like, (laughs) um, uh, C, the toilet ride, where you are given a diaper to wear, and they only allow a person at a time to freely shit and piss themselves in this giant toilet bowl-shaped pool. So you get to wear a diaper on the toilet short... The Shake toilet, pool. yeah, the toilet bowl can ride. You, can you like? Is it like contaminated water or is it clean? Uh, it it's uh it's clean. They like drain okay. it. Then I feel like I feel like I would take C just because I feel like um, pissing and shitting yourself publicly might be way more satisfying than being on a emotional roller coaster or. I, I can't even remember the first one, but it didn't sound appealing. What was the first one? The, the first one, um, the first one was, uh, God, I don't even remember the first one. And now my phone is going haywire. God. Yeah. Well, the first one, I don't think you liked <laughs> whatever it was. I, I don't think I liked it either, but I, I would take, I would take shitting and pissing myself in a diaper in a pool. Sounds great. Oh heck yeah! Yeah, there's something kind of liberating about that. Maybe, maybe that's yeah. why people could get into like the that baby fetish. Or no, I don't know. I've I don't. You know what? It's like every time you go into a pool, you want to piss. Doesn't matter what kind of pool it is. It could be a kiddie pool, but you want to piss. And there's something really satisfying about sitting in a pool and pissing. So I feel like out of all the options you gave me, the most satisfying would be able to piss some shit in a pool. No, I'm not gonna lie. Like peeing I'm in a not p- contaminating everybody. Peeing in the pool is like the is probably one of the most satisfying things ever. Like that's just I don't know what that is, and it's not like I, I'm you know 
to everyone that I know at the pool. I'm not doing that all the time, wink, wink. But I, I, uh, I did have a friend one time, and I, um, I accidentally, uh, I, I, I shit in his pool, and uh, I don't know what happened, but I had the worst excuse ever because I think I was 14. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I said that I had accidentally put on my little cousin's um, shorts, which is the I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what ex- lie to like. Why didn't you? Why didn't you fish the shit out? You just left it. Oh no, we, we they like drained it, and it was like this big ordeal. And but I I uh, my lie though, and and trying to protect myself from like not making it to the bathroom yeah yeah is that i wore my cousin's shorts on accident um Mm. and yeah it it uh that doesn't sound like it helped you in any sense no because they're like wearing your cousin's shorts wouldn't prevent you from shitting their pants (laughs) yeah it was one of those those that's okay fun life moments I, i actually used to teach swim lessons to kids with special needs for a mm-hmm. summer when I was in college and I had a student uh, have the run. She had diarrhea and she she shit her pants in the pool and then dragged her shit all along the pool deck. And, like, it was a big summer camp. There was a lot of kids. And so we had to, like, uh, we essentially had to close down the pool Damn. because she shit in it. So it was it was shut for, like, three days. Uh, and it was it was really upsetting to all the kids and all the parents who paid for tuition for their child to be in summer camp and be able to play in the pool, and then they couldn't <laughs> play in the pool because my student decided to shit her pants. <laughs> it's a turd in the punch <laughs> bowl right there. Uh, yeah, there's yeah, a for real. there's a signs too, like at uh, some public pools where it's like, do not go if you have AIDS or whatever, and then it'll say like, yeah, don't swim. Um, <laughs> If, if you, you've had diarrhea the last three days. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's one where it said the last 14 days. I'm like, what? Oh, well. Yeah, I don't know. They were real strict there. Maybe uh, someone it's lied. It's probably because of that. It probably costs the pool a lot of money to be able, because I think they have to drain it and then retreat it. So it probably costs the pool and all the, you know, a lot of money to have to do that. And they could they could miss out on revenue, I'm guessing, People want a day swim, and they got to pay to use the pool, but they can't pay to use it because there's no pool that day. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. It's it's a whole, whole mess, a whole poopy mess. But, man, yeah, Lydia, this is fun to have you on this pod, and I hope that oh, it's yeah. – uh, it's been fun for you, uh, even with all the technological difficulties. And, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, keep keep that uh that comedy heart going. You know, there's there's always Thank something you. You too. funny out there. there. Pe- people I'm need to laugh. Hopeful. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and, and I'm ready to give them. I'm yeah, ready to open back up. <laughs> Heck yeah! Heck yeah! Well, uh, as as always, uh, stay safe out there, and uh, you know, hopefully. One day we can all go to uh, get like a gang or something and go to like Disneyland or yes, something. Yes. That'd be cool. Fuck I'm, yeah. I'm hoping the same for you too. Thank you. Thank you. Well, yeah, I hope you have a swell day and uh, I'm going to get out of my car without air conditioning and uh, find a water park and, uh, 
you know. Yeah, get, I, you cut out again, so I'm, I'm going <laughs> that you said I hope you have a great day, and I hope you stay safe and well, and that we continue to be funny when this is all over. Yeah? Exactly. <laughs> all, right. All, right. all right. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Lydia. Have a good one. All right. You too. Bye. Boy, howdy. Hope you guys loved the interview with me and Lydia. I know I did. (laughs) Man, I'm excited because right now... And then we're going to end you out on Evan Cassidy, the cast man, the pod father of uh, Orange County uh, comedy. Our buddy produces the Fockyan Nation Network. Um, We're going to play a song from his old band, The Pocket Protectors, uh, which is a song called Lunch Money. All right. Uh, It's a... Time again, I want something to eat. Mr. Bully comes over, says he's gonna beat me up if I don't get my lunch money. Even though you laugh, it's not real funny. I gotta find a way to make it today. But I'm gonna play it if I want to okay. Wait! I gotta fly away and make it through the day! Cash can't buy me!